So this news that uh, McCarthy is even seriously contemplating impeaching Merrick Garland is a huge step forward. And as I mentioned before, um, as probably a better strategic move on his part. And of course, the big problem is, as I mentioned, you for in order for a impeachment to succeed 100%, you have to get uh, 60 senators to vote for the impeachment to find the president guilty or whoever guilty. It's probably not going to happen if you impeach President Biden, um, no matter how much incontrovertible evidence we have against President, uh, probably, there's probably not enough uh, honest, non-corrupt Democrat senators to go along with it. And so, but on the other hand, um, the American people generally speaking, um, understand unfair treatment when they see it. And they see how the DOJ under Merrick Garland is treating former President Trump versus how they're, uh, they're treating uh, President Biden and his son. And they can see that there's two different standards of justice and they don't like that. And so I think it might be easier just as a practical matter for a to conduct a successful um, impeachment of one of Biden's underlings and that could be Alejandro Mayorkas or it could be Merrick Garland um, and also by particularly when you impeach a Merrick Garland um, and if you can do it successfully, in particular, of course, you know, that is one of the main people who is basically, at this point, propping up the Biden regime. There's a lot of evidence that Garland and his DOJ have uh, slow-walked not just the Hunter Biden case, but also a lot of other cases regarding uh, Biden corruption. Biden family corruption and bribery and supposedly they've ignored evidence and suppressed evidence and there's uh, other whistleblowers from the IRS there's one who who said that uh, Hunter Biden's case has been uh, treated completely differently than other similar cases and that normally uh, some of the investigative steps that they would have taken like getting different search warrants that would have happened with anybody else did not happen we were not allowed in the case of Hunter Biden and so you you have that you have a lot you have a whole uh, pattern of corruption and cover-up when it comes to uh, what we sometimes call refer to as the Biden crime family and so it's good that um, to hear um, serious noise about the impeachment of Merrick Garland. And so we'll see that if that happens again. Um, as much as most conservatives, most Republicans 
believe that President Biden richly deserves to be impeached. And of course, he's there's much more evidence I, I would su submit to you to support the impeachment of this president than the last president. And the last president, of course, was impeached twice by Democrat-led Congress. And so now this Congress has at least two years, and I think it would be a failure if they don't uh, impeach at least one uh, player of the Biden regime, either Biden himself or one of his underlings, probably Mayorkas and probably Garland. I think Garland has uh, so far um, been proven proven to be the most corrupt. I think in the case of Mayorkas, it's more incompetence and more duplicity than outright corruption. But I think with in the case of Garland, I think there's much stronger case to be made of corruption um, against the DOJ and the um, the current Attorney General. Again, for all the reasons that I've mentioned, he's slow walked the investigation. He allegedly denied uh, Weiss um, the ability to appoint a special counsel. Um, so it'll be interesting to find out what happens and if any other whistleblowers come forth and cannot just prove what uh, Weiss had said because that's only half of I guess the charge that would be but also you you have to also prove that Garland lied under under oath when he spoke to Congress and said that uh, Weiss was never told no in, about any part of the investigation and again so we have two mutually exclusive claims um, the trick is to be to prove both sides of that to be the case uh, but this is good this is welcome news and I hope this is pointing at a larger strategy uh, maybe a change in tactics I guess because like I said the more satisfying things particularly if you're a conservative or a Republican the much more satisfying thing um, emotionally and viscerally would be go straight to impeaching Biden but again that's a, a, a tough nut to crack um, and actually you can get more accomplished if you go um, after his underlings uh, first of all let's I would the best strategy would be to go to lower hanging fruit you know whichever one um, Mayorkas or Garland at this point are the two leading candidates for impeachment besides Biden you know they should make a case against both of them and see which one has a better chance of succeeding and then go with that one because what happens is that you know you have success builds success now you have a pres precedent and it's a lot easier again for Americans, even uh, Democrats or people who lean Democrat or people who lean left or you know or centrist Democrats, maybe not the left-leaning ones, um, to go along with impeachment 
of underling that's that doesn't have quite the shock to the system to the American system it's probably easier for them to digest and to get behind than the than the uh, impeachment of the president while much more satisfying to some is also much more dramatic and traumatic to the country as a whole even if it's successful and then of course you have the problem is like well who's who succeeds the uh, the president you know who you know do you do we really want uh, Kamala to uh, take over does anybody trust her with the reins of government but that's the quandary we are in but I think we're past the point of having to worry about uh, Kamala and we you know the right thing to do would be impeachment uh, but it, I think it is a better strategy particularly at first to go after uh, Biden's underlings because that addresses the problem head-on that takes care of a very corrupt politician uh, in my opinion in the opinion of many of Merrick Garland who's basically running interference for the president he's basically uh, blocking you know he's serving to uh, you know protect the president um, at this point and and he seems to be doing so very corruptly in it and I think we can prove we can make a case for the corruption of Merrick Garland and so they'll either have to decide that lying to Congress is not an impeachable defense and you know do the Democrats want to set that president um, you know after low first of all they lowered the bar really low for impeachment to begin with with Trump so they made that mistake so they can't complain about really um, with a straight face about if we impeach the, the president or any of these people they can't really complain with a straight face because they lowered the bar so low to bear basically be non-existent they basically had no cause for either impeachment under the Constitution but that didn't stop them anyhow because they had the votes in Congress so that didn't stop them either time so they really can't complain on that basis that's unprecedented or you know because what are they gonna say um, Dave they're the one who established this pattern um, yes you could argue that the Republicans started it with Clinton uh, President Bill Clinton when they impeached him um, but really that had more of a legitimate charge that he lied we could argue whether or not that rose to the level of impeachment you know lying under oath um, of course the argument on the part of the Republicans was that Clinton did lie and that was an impeachable offense and the Democrats said no and they weren't going to go, and go along with it under any circumstances so so you you had that but really um, when we talk about lowering the bar for impeachable offenses you're really talking about what the Democrats did uh, to President Trump with two very weak impeachments that didn't even raise uh, to the level 
of an impeachable offense. They can't name a high crime, high crime or misdemeanor, let alone a bribe um, against Trump. But they, they, they didn't stop him. But here in this case, particularly with Garland, uh, I think you do have a high crime or misdemeanor, you know, lying to Congress. Um, so I think that's a little bit more serious. And the lie that he's told to Congress is a little bit more serious than what uh, President Clinton was accused of lying. You know, the little white lie about that, about, you know, what happened in that case. So you have a much more egregious offense here than in either of the last uh, president three presidential impeachments right here. And so I think it's a good strategy. And again, success breeds success. So you want to go first with your greatest cha challenge of success. You get that in established into the minds of the Americans. It's like, okay, we took out this person, Garland maybe. And so now when you go after, say, Mayorkas, it's less of a shock and they're more willing to go along with it. Um, at least supposedly, under my theory, at least. Um, it kind of desensitizes Americans to the idea of, yeah, okay, this is for real, this can really happen. Um, particularly if you can show some really egregious injustice, and I think you can show that, particularly in the case of Merrick Garland. Mayorkas is a little bit harder to prove. I think anybody obviously living in one of the border states has no problem with getting rid of Mayorkas, um, but other people are going to be harder to convince who's not, who are not, who don't feel themselves directly um, involved with the illegal immigration problem in this country. So, but they do, uh, you know, Americans do instinctively have, I think, a sense of fairness, and they know that, you know, when you see what happened to Trump versus what happened to Hunter and and his father, that it's not even close. It's, they're not even being um, treated fairly. And so I think that uh, the case for uh, Merrick Garland, impeaching Merrick Garland, is much easier one for the American people to swallow than maybe going right away for the big fish. And then, by the way, once you do that, you know, if you succeed in getting rid of Merrick Garland, then, again, it's all the easier if you want to go ahead and impeach, say, uh, President Biden. Because now you've established that Garland did an impeachable offense. He did it in the defense or at the behest of the president. So how is the president going to defend when his own uh, AG, his own attorney general, has been impeached successfully? How is, you know, that makes it all the harder. That would make it all the harder for Biden to launch um, an effective defense once the precedent of uh, Merrick Garland being impeached successfully if that were to happen to um, impeach him that makes his defense all the harder because now 
you have someone who was impeached and in large part for protecting him. And so, you know, maybe Merrick Garland, in order to save his own skin, may want to turn kind of state's evidence against Biden. And so maybe, or maybe they make a, you know, if they feel like they have a strong enough case, maybe uh, Garland does some sort of a plea deal um, to to uh, go make GOP go after a bigger fish than him. Because after all, he wants to keep his job. But anyway, uh, he seems to be in trouble. We'll see where this goes. Um, you know, one would hope that, I think this is a better strategy really than going straight for Biden. Um, and it ad addresses the problem. Um, because Biden, we know, is corrupt and has been corrupt, but part of that corruption is involved with Merrick Garland uh, as Attorney General. And so, if you deal with that, that's kind of dealing with the problem. And now, the next Attorney General, who would be appointed, um, would have to think twice. You know, do I really want to go out on a limb and risk impeachment? Um just to protect uh, President Biden and, and or his son. And so maybe you give the next Attorney General uh, something more to think about. So um, there it is. Um, we will, that's something I think we will hear more and more about as the days go on um, with regards to this story. So I want to thank everybody for watching and or listening to the podcast. I hope the podcast, if you're just listening to it on Spotify or whatever, um, that it sounded better with my new headphones and also a microphone here, this setup. So, and also, you know, it, I think it has better sound quality. But um, let me know if you don't think so, if you think any part of the technical, technological aspect, technical aspect of this show is lacking, let me know. And I will try and fix it. So thank you all for watching and listening. If you've been following Liberty Relearned and or the Dystopic Journal, please continue. I think there's going to be a lot of interesting things coming forward in this year. Uh, I think it's going to be with the impeachments and threats of impeachments and the um, everything else and with China and Russia. Oh yeah. Oh by the way, Russia, you know, nearly had a coup, um, and so the uh, person of I think it was what's it called the Azov Battalion or or whatever these mercenaries. They launched a queue was, you know, we've heard that it was put down, but then you hear it kind of still is still going, and now the leader is going to Belarus. I don't know how long he will last in Belarus. Um, I know that, um, you know, he's probably uninsurable right at this point, but we'll see what happens. That's a very interesting thing that's happening in Russia. 
at this moment. But that is all kind of speculation. We, we don't know um, yet what will happen there. Maybe nothing will come of it. And maybe nothing will come of this imp impeachment talk. But some, th something has to. I mean, the American, that the Republican voters are not going to stand for it. They've had enough. And they want to see action. And part of McCarthy becoming Speaker uh, meant them him having to listen to that portion to of his constituency. So we will see. But I think this is a good start. And I think that this is part of a good, better strategy than just going for the big fish um, all, you know, going straight for the top. Going, go for the underlings, you know, cut the legs out from underneath the, the president. Uh, those people who have been covering up, covering for him and covering up and uh, blocking for him, um, particularly when they've done so with lying and cheating him, dishonesty and things like that, then they really need to go. Um, so this is good. Hopefully um, this is not the last you hear about the impeachment of Merrick Garland. So again, uh, thank you who all who have watched and listened to the LR Podcast at LR Podcast on Getter and Liberty Relearned and have been following LibertyRelearned.com online and Liberty Relearned on Facebook. So please uh, like and subscribe. And again, as usual, I will end with, uh, until next time, stay healthy, happy, and free.